Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. As we approach the weekend, I want us to think and observe. There's a difference between thinking and observing. And when we think, we're using our mind, we're either learning something new or we're trying something new, and we need to engage in it. So when I say that we live our lives 95% of the time in our subconscious program where we just kind of automatically do things, this is different. We're learning a new skill. We're learning something new that we're reading. We are thinking and engaging and actually putting to our memory in our brain by going through that process. But observing is quite different. Observing our lives is taking a step back and wondering, okay, what just happened? Hopefully we'll take a step back when something is about to happen because we're paying attention. But sometimes we got to take a step back after it happened and observe ourselves. Why did we do that? We have to identify what are the problems here? Why did I decide to watch that pornography when I know that it is a mortal sin, when I know that I just objectified all the people that are on these videos and movies, when I know that some of these people that I just watched may be there against their will, when I know that I am ashamed and I am absolutely abusing This body that God gave me, I am making it a worldly, dirty thing. Why did I do it? If you observe, if you actually observe yourself, you will see what the pattern is. It's when we don't take that step back and witness our life. And this all comes with practice It takes time, but when we're actively participating in our life and we're talking to God all the time, we're going to see these things happen, which is the near occasion of sin, and we can stop the madness, stop the action, stop the word, right? We capture that thought, and that thought is either going to generate a good word and a good deed or generate a bad word and a bad deed. That thought may be something that has been tied to a bad word and a bad deed for 
decades. So this is where the active life comes into play. What does it mean to be a priest, a prophet, and a king? Because I want you to hear this. This is what kind of brought all of this out in the reading. We need to understand that our lives matter. Our words matter. Our deeds matter. And Jesus himself was ridiculed in his own native place, in his own home. And he even says, hey, a prophet, you know, you're not going to have honor in your native place and in your own house. (laughs) Even Jesus had to struggle with this. So let's check it out. It was the gospel today. It's Matthew 13, 54 through 58. Jesus came to his native place and taught the people in their synagogue. They were astonished and said, where did this man get such wisdom and mighty deeds? Is he not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother named Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Are not his sisters all with us? Where did this man get all this? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, except, his, <clears throat> except in his native place and in his own house. And he did not work many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith. I'm telling you, I hate the way that they put this in a sentence. Come on, people. Let's not use double negatives in the Bible here. It's horrible. Okay, so they say a prophet is not without honor except in his native place and in his own house. What that means is a prophet doesn't have the honor in his native place or in his native house, right? That's what it means. And he did not work many mighty deeds there because of the lack of their faith. Okay, he didn't do much because they have no faith. Let's look at what is the prophet? And our baptismal gifts of priest, prophet, and king. What is that meaning? So we're going to go to the Catholic Catechism. Let me rephrase that. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, 1241 is the chapter or the section. The baptized, you and me, serve as priests through their sacrificial efforts to bring people to God. They serve as prophets through their witness to the truth in word and deed. And they serve as kings in their efforts to lead others, again, through word and deed, to use their talents to advance the kingdom of God. Let's break this down. We, you and me, we serve as priests through our sacrificial efforts to bring people to God. Sacrificial efforts, that's key. I'm going through a sardine fast right now. It's not easy. I had to pray last night because I wanted to eat another can of sardines, which I could have. That's the deal. I don't have to have a certain number of sardines. I just didn't want to eat before I went to bed. I don't like to do that, even if it's just a little tiny can of sardines. So I prayed and I offered it up to God. It's a sacrifice a sacrificial life that us Christians are supposed to lead. 
We make sacrifices, not only for ourselves, but for the love of God, for the reparation of sinners, for the reparation of those who are indifferent to Mary. The Christian walk is filled with sacrifices, which we may not even look as sacrifice as sacrifices anymore. Why? Because we look at the world as an evil, evil place. So maybe it was a sacrifice for you not to have a wine or an alcoholic drink or any drugs or something at a party a couple of years ago, but now it's behind you and it's not a sacrifice anymore. It's who you are proud to be. Someone who doesn't need alcohol or drugs to show their love to the world. You are sober and you're loving it. So then you got to go on to something else. What other things can you sacrifice? <laughs> Time with your face in your phone, blah, 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 blah. All right, let's go to the prophets. They, you and me as baptized, serve as prophets through their witness to the truth in word and deed. What does that mean? Our witness, how we live our lives. Do we in word and deed? show that we are true Christians and Catholics? Do we swear all over the place? Are we drunkards? Are we watching pornography? Are we speaking and spewing filth and dirty jokes and yelling at other people, swearing in the car, talking behind people's backs, eating out of control, drinking out of control, doing things that are out of control? Witnessing to the truth in word and deed. Are we sharing with people about God in our life? Hey, Kendra, I noticed that you didn't drink. What's up with that? You know, God really changed me. He doesn't, I don't need to drink in order to have fun. I don't need to have drugs in order to have fun. It's been the biggest freedom and transformation ever. And on top of that, I'm really happy he made this change because according to the Bible, if I was a drunkard, I'm not getting into heaven. So praise God for that. What I just did was witness the truth. I shared the word through my lips and I shared the truth and the word through my witness how I live my life. Okay, now we're going to talk about the king. And they serve as kings in their efforts to lead others, again, through word and deed, to use their talents to advance the kingdom of God. So you can be king of your sphere of influence. You are going to inspire and you are going to lead by example. And you are going to share and shout from the top of the mountain how God has changed your life in your own way. I have a ministry and a podcast here. You can too, by the way. You can use this anchor.fm. It's actually now Spotify for podcasters, but I digress. We can get our word out in very simple ways. We don't have to be big with a megaphone sitting on the corner 
professing Jesus to the world. Like I always say, God gave us just enough to handle within our own family. All the people that are falling away can look at us through our witness, through our words and deeds. And that is how we become the king, the leader, the one that people are inspired by. Whether you're a man or a woman, it is our gift, baptismal gift of priest, prophet, and king. So this weekend, let's step into those roles and let's observe how we behave. Are we reflecting our baptismal gifts? And if not, why? The big W-H-Y is what we have to look at. And hopefully we're looking at it before we actually say or do something that is not godly. That's the key. Especially after we do fall, we've got to observe what in the world caused me to do it. So that's what I want you to take a look at this weekend. When you are out and about, if you've got a gathering, if you're just hanging out with your spouse, like, why do I need to have this in my life? Do I have a disordered relationship with my phone, alcohol, drugs, streaming, video games, social media, whatever it may be? And why? Is it because you're lacking intimacy with someone? Are you bored? Are you insecure? There are a lot of root causes to us just automatically going into this pattern or behavior. Okay, I'm going to wrap up with this. So for example, I'm just eating sardines right now. It's been two days. I'm done with my sardine stuff tomorrow morning. I'll do Saturday morning coffee. Maybe it'll be Saturday morning sardines with with Kendra. I'm not sure. But every night I've been hanging out with my husband. And guess what we normally do? We normally have a couple of drinks. And I'm not having a couple of drinks. As a matter of fact, I'm having some black coffee, a cup, which isn't helping me with my sleep, but I digress. So I'm looking and I'm saying, okay, so why do I feel like I need to do this? And I'm observing. I'm observing who I am and I'm observing how I feel. And it's different because I've made the statement of three days of sardines only. There is no choice for me. I'm just eating sardines, drinking coffee, black and water or black tea. So it's so simple. The decision is made. It's not weird. My husband knows. So why is that different than me just not drinking? Like forever. These are the things we need to observe. And sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes you think of things like, my gosh, I might not actually be able to relax without this. 
or it's uncomfortable to sit in silence. Like for the past couple of nights, we haven't turned on the TV. We sit at this island in our kitchen and we talk and it's great. We talk for a couple of hours and then when it's time for me to make him some food, so I made him some fish tacos. No, not with sardines. I laughed. I said, hey, you want some sardine tacos? <laughs> you know, and then he ate and then he went to bed and I stayed up for a little bit. And I mean, you, you've got to observe and dig and really try to understand what is the problem here? Why am I doing this? And then you'll kind of get to the root cause. And so this weekend, no matter what you're doing, look at your relationships with your people around you. And don't forget about being intimate. Sometimes we do a lot of things and we're lonely. And we're lonely in a big family. It's not like you're just a single person who's lonely. You can be lonely married with 10 children. And you got to dig into that. So let's observe this weekend how we are priest, prophet, and king. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come Mary. Come Jesus. Come Father the guardian angel that you put in our lives and all the holy angels and saints who are running around us right now, fighting the fight, keeping evil away from us. We need all of your protection so that we can be the witness in word and deed of the baptismal gifts you gave us so that we can speak truth with love, that we can share what you've done in our lives. That's really all that it means is that we share your transformation in us. That we make sacrifices. That is the game of the Christian walk. In what we say and what we do. Where we can be a physical witness to those around us. Where they can see the love coming through us. And the purity coming through us. And the joy coming through us, living your commandments, Lord, we need your grace. So today and throughout this weekend, we ask for you to pour that out in us in buckets. Fill us to the brim with grace so that we can be that priest, prophet, and king that you have adopted us into your family to be. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Whew. It's an awesome walk. It really is. When God truly brings to you the near occasion of sin, or the root that you can find, you're like, oh, this is why I'm doing it. Because I don't really know how to relax without having a glass of wine. Or it's just been habit because when five o'clock comes, that's what we've done. So what about changing that five o'clock, what you've always done to something else? Some other endorphin raising type of activity. Go for a walk. 
if you're married, be intimate with your spouse. (laughs) Sit down and talk, have a conversation, touch one another, feel the presence of the other person. There's so many things that we could dive into if we just observed, just observed. All right, everyone, I love you all. You've got this with God. Anything can happen with God. Nothing can happen without him. Let's just remember that. Okay, find something more with God, soul, mind, and body, and have a blessed and inspired day.